welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. November already. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy November. Happy hump day. And I hope you have the humpiest of the humps of a November you've ever had before. I don't know if that's a thing. But anyways, thank you for being here. As always, I'm Cruise Control. We got a lot to talk about today. It's going to be a great show. Happy you're here joining us here live in the studio. And joining me back is my lovely co-host, Miss Sabrina Vittori. Sabrina, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, I guess. Right? Why not? They'll say fantastic. How's Hi, your... David. Hi, Zach. Hey, hey, hey. How's your uh, How's your hump day been, Sabrina? Uh, fine. Uh, not uneventful. Uneventful. <laughs> uneventful. There's got to be some eventfulness to it. Well, I went to the neurologist today, so everybody hope I don't die. Oh, uh, you're not gonna die. What's up, Queen? Thank you. Hi, Queen. Yeah. Hi. Everybody. <laughs> you can hear him now. It wouldn't be hump day without Mr. Sean Sullivan. Sean, how you doing tonight? Welcome back to Cruise Control. Yeah, uh, I feel like we need to, you know, talk about Sabrina's neurology appointment. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, if it's Wednesday, you know, it's got to be me on Cruise Control. Good to see everybody. I got a, a, a decent a haircut. haircut for you today. And I'm wearing my, my best pink sweater. And can't wait to tear into the news. So let's get to it. So nice to have you back, Sean. Yeah, haircut looks good, man. Looking, looking good. Looking good. I need a haircut myself. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. <laughs> also joining us back on Cruise Control, of course, it's our Wednesday group, everybody. Our resident intellectual himself, Mr. Mike Casey. Mike, welcome back to Cruise Control. How you doing tonight, man? Thanks, Brian. I'm doing great. Hi, everybody in the chat. Uh, yeah, I think Humpy Hump November, I think I've heard about that before. That's for the people who don't. <laughs> if you don't want to do no not November, you do Humpy Hump November. I don't know what the other nearby <laughs> months are. Uh, if uh, if you, Let me know how, how my audio sounds, guys. Uh, I'm trying out some new stuff behind the scenes. Um, but I'm excited. I think we have, we have good uh, news to talk about, and I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun, too. And also joining us back, as always, everybody, the pep star himself. Peppy, welcome back to Cruise Control. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, Brian, Brian, I'm so excited. It's hump day. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I can't stop spinning. I'm so excited. The pep star's favorite day of the week. Love being here in the studio with y'all. Now, before we get into the show, I just wanted you to know that I'll have another special segment this Friday. And I don't want to give away any details yet. But tune in Friday and you won't be disappointed. Anywho, I know we have a lot to discuss today. Mike and Sean, get ready for a great show. And Sabrina, give me a snickety snack. Let's do this. Hi, Thanks, Peps. <laughs> Peps is doing good. He got back up there pretty quick. He's pretty fast. But welcome back to Cruise Control, everybody. Thank you, Peppy. Can't wait for that new segment coming on Friday. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> What's up, Ty? Welcome to the chat, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy hump day. Uh, I'm sorry, Brian, but um, Zach says that it sounds like a robot is ripping ass in your microphone, but he hears you. So, Mike, maybe you need to is do something mine? different. Is that my ass ripping? I can I can change it if that's the case. I'm not sure it's if I should believe Zach. It's a subtle rip. Zach, I hear, I hear static a little bit. Yeah, I hear a little that static, too. I, I wasn't sure if that was I, on my I, end. I can, I can goof with it. Thanks <laughs> for letting me know. Get that robot ass out of there, Mike. <laughs> Get that robot ass, out, robot ass out of there. You gotta make that happen. You know what he also have to make happen, Mike? You gotta make some breaking news happen. Come on, everybody, let's get into it. Oh, <laughs> everybody, the very 
first thing I want to talk about is the Dolby Theater because the Dolby Theater is for sale. The Dolby Theater is for sale. Now, this is, of course, where they have the Academy Awards every year. And right now, they're expecting to sell for about $70 million. And the whole complex actually sold in 2019 for $325 million. And so now they're going to try selling this off. Now, if you're worried about the Academy Awards, they are still going to be happening there. They have a contract there that's going to go for a long time. So it should be fine. They shouldn't have any deals uh, that's going to affect the Academy Awards being in this venue in Los Angeles hasn't been going on for years. But fingers crossed. They sell. I mean, I don't know if it's that big of a deal, but Hopefully the new owners don't want to try to stop this from happening because it's like Hollywood is all about the Academy Awards and this is our venue for it. Big, big venue. So hopefully that gets picked up. But something that did get picked up was Nautilus. Nautilus got picked up. We talked about this back in August. This show was canceled by Disney and they had spent enough money on it because they shot 10 episodes of this whole series about Captain Nemo. And it's about the 20,000 20, leagues under the sea. And we're getting the backstory of his whole life. And they shot the whole thing and they scrapped it because they said, well, we're not going to release it now due to the strikes and stuff. It'll take too long. It's a write-off. They're taking a big tax write-off for this, which I think is dumb. It was in the can and it was done. So why would you not just release it? But they sold it off to AMC. AMC picked it up and they're going to debut in early 2024. Of course, like I said, it's all shot and ready to go. So it won't take long to pop it up there and you'll find out what happened to Captain Nemo in the very early beginnings of his life. If you're interested in that, get excited about it. If you're not, and but somebody else said people weren't too excited about was Joe Pickett because Joe Pickett is canceled after three seasons at Paramount Plus. Well, two. It's the third season was supposed to happen, we thought, and then it got canceled. But they started off on Spectrum, and Spectrum had their own original shows, and they were like, oh, this is gonna be a big thing. It didn't do too well. Then Paramount picked it up for a second season. They tried it there, and it didn't do well. Captain Nemo's ship, yeah, it was fucking great. That whole backstory queen about all that. But Joe Pickett. Going away. And unfortunately, if you were a fan of this show, I mean, it went through a lot going from Spectrum over to Paramount Plus. You think, oh, this thing has life. It might go someplace else and find a third home somewhere else. But I'm not really sure about this. We'll see. We'll see. Could be exciting for some people. Someone want to find out what this detective's doing in the small town of Saddlestring. I don't know. But something that people are excited about is Kira Knightley coming back for a new movie called Conception. Now, this is about dystopian sci-fi thriller. And this is actually kind of interesting to me because it takes place in a not so near future or not too, I should say not too distant future, my brain, not too distant future of Britain, where the government has authoritative control over how you actually parent your children. And apparently Kira Knightley's character is in the her name character is Rita. She's involved in this whole government. And she believes in this and she believes in it so much. But then all of a sudden something happens and they get involved with her parenting and she breaks across the system. And then she tries to find a way to stop it and take it down. So they've been pushing for this for a while. Things like this be announced left and right because the strike, the writer's strike is done. But, you know, we'll have to wait to find out more details about this. But this is moving forward. But something that's not moving forward is Fantastic Beasts. Because Fantastic Beasts has been parked, they're saying. It's been parked at Warner Brothers. And this is one of those things that I didn't think it was going to happen. Of course, the numbers kept going down, down, down. The first one made $811 million globally. The second one made $648 million. And the third made $404 million. So as they keep going down, it's like you expect more. Now, the actual creator and director, I should say director David Yates said that they only planned on doing three at Warner Brothers. But the creator, J.K. Rowling, came forward during an interview for the third one and said, oh, we're going to do five. We're doing two more. He said his fucking jaw dropped to the ground. He's like, we never discussed five movies. So that's where that rumor came from. It was J.K. just putting that shit out there. And they said they never had any intention at Warner Brothers doing more than three. And he hopes they can do more. He said that they planned, though, was the three and that's <laughs> it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Fantastic Beast 2. Based <laughs> <laughs> 
Wise ass. <laughs> Thanks, Goldie. Appreciate it out there. Yeah, but Fantastic Beasts is not happening if you're expecting more of that. But of course, we're getting more Daredevil, even though we found out that they canceled their showrunners, they fired their writers, and they started scrapping most of it, but they have found new showrunners. And they're going to move forward now. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan and The Punisher is the showrunner that he did both those. He's doing this too. Dario Sakapain. I can't say his name. Talk about <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to butcher that. And, and Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are coming too. They're directors that did a couple of actual episodes of Loki. So they've been working on Loki season two and they're going to use them over there. They did Moon Knight as well, but they're going to bring them over to hopefully save Daredevil and make it a better show. Fingers crossed because I'm excited about it. It's good that Kevin Feige's taking time to make Daredevil right because a lot of people want to be right. And if it doesn't come out right, the people will be pissed off. But... I think it'll be good. We got new showrunners. We got new stuff happening. We got new writers, directors. Hopefully, we have the right formula to make the best Daredevil show for you and everybody else out there. Uh, yeah, she and Queen likes the yellow costume. Me too. It's it's cool. A lot of people don't like it. I, I think it's all right. It's comic accurate. I think it's pretty cool. But speaking of costumes, I want to talk about Halloween and Heidi Klum for one second because I saw her costume and I had to talk about this because. I you saw this, but she is the biggest peacock I've seen my whole life. I've seen giant peacock. And, you know, she's all these different people in this character, too, like making the whole peacock character come to life. To me, it's pretty nuts. Uh, but it's cool. You know, she does this every year. She goes out. She was a worm last year. And it went nuts about that. I'm like, I don't know. She has a fun time with Halloween. And you have to have a fun time on Halloween, especially now where we can't really dress up. We couldn't dress up for costumes because of the writer's strike on the SAG after strike. But, you know, some people didn't care about that, like Megan Fox. Megan Fox said, I don't care you said don't dress up because she still dressed up like a Kill Bill character. And she came forward with Machine Gun Kelly and they put this out there and people on social media have been going nuts on her. And just, I mean, Lisa Ann Walter from Abbott Elementary actually put a statement out and she said, what a rebel. Keep posturing your stupid, pretty ass out there, lady. And meanwhile, you know, she's talking about how everyone's out there working 10 hours a day unpaid to get basic contract earners a fair deal. And she's out here just gallivanting across the country, not caring about it. Great costume. I like the costume, too. But the thing is, is like we were told she's in SAG after. You're she not was talking about Heidi Klum, not this bitch. Oh, OK. Yeah, Heidi Klum. Yeah, she's a great costume. This is a lot. I mean, I think it works with these two. But honestly, there's no point. You know, there's a strike. You know, you shouldn't be dressing up like this. But she gave no regard to that. That SAG after put that out there. And no, I don't think there'll be any ramifications. Maybe there will. There's been no news about this besides that people are slamming her online. So we'll have to wait and see. Because, again, we still are in the middle of a actor strike and SAG after is still trying to figure out if we can get a fair deal. Nothing yet today, but they said closer and closer and closer, they said today. I loved yesterday. They said no trick, no treat, and uh, still no deal. So the idea is we're getting closer. They're working and working, so hopefully a deal comes very soon. By the end of the week, AMPTP said, if you don't get a deal, we're walking away till January. We said that multiple times. We're up to see. Aren't those characters from Kill Bill? They are, David. That's why it's a problem that she put this out there and she dressed like this because they're not supposed to being a uh, you know, a member of SAG after, but she still did it. And the whole strike right now, they put that out. I, I still think it's it's kind of shenanigans to say this, like you shouldn't be dressing like characters too, but I mean, we're just trying to get to work again and we're trying to figure out what makes it the most logistic way to get there. And hopefully, you know, people didn't do this, but people do that. It's Halloween. People are going to dress up like characters. And we don't know if there will be ramifications for her because she did this, but a lot of breaking news, really a lot of breaking news as always here. And it's, as we talk about this every day, I want everyone here, all my fabulous guests, to have one moment to talk about everything that just happened in our breaking news. And with that comes some hot takes. Come on. All right, everybody. I want to dive into hot takes, and I want everybody to have a minute on the clock to discuss everything that just happened. So if it's the first time watching the show, you get one minute. Break it down. 
Try to get every topic in there as fast as you can and have your moment in the sun to discuss what just happened. So it's time for hot takes across the board. I'm so excited for this. We have a good time doing this on cruise control. What's up, Gold? What's going to say now? Dig the what? I, I missed that. <laughs> hot takes, hot takes. We're going to Sean first here, everybody. I love figuring out who goes first. We're going to Sean. So Sean, are you ready for your hot takes today on this hump day edition of cruise control? Let's go. All right, hot takes. Three, two, one, get it. Great. Uh, congratulations, Dolby Theater. I uh, hope you get a, a new great mommy uh, there. Uh, Nautilus <laughs> picked up. I'm, I'm always down for, uh, you know, historical kind of fictions and, and telling the background of characters like that. Uh, you know, could be fun. Could be fun. We'll see. It. Joe Pickett, never fucking heard of it. Uh, can't talk about it. Uh, Kira Knightley, great. You know, congratulations. You get to keep working. I'd love to see that. Uh, Conception sounds like an interesting premise. Uh, I'm all for dystopian, all for kind of sci-fi drama. So give it to me. Fantastic Beaks, again, don't give a shit about it. Uh, Daredevil, fantastic, great new, uh, new showrunners. Uh, I think that, um, you know, from what I can hear about who who's taking over, uh, it should be good. Heidi Klum, don't give a shit. Megan Fox, don't give a shit. And pay the fucking uh, writers and the actors and pay everybody what they're served. Uh, you, you fucking uh, 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 money bag motherfuckers. That's it. Yeah, they got to pay their okay, people, cool. right? It's, it's, it's so nuts. I don't know why we're still talking like this. Like, why have we not got a deal yet? But this is what's been going on. And we want to get back to work. We want this to happen. AMPTP have not given yet. So hopefully it happens very soon. We just keep waiting. We just keep waiting. Hot takes time. Sabrina, I think I'm going to go to you next. Are you ready for your hot takes? I mean, ready is relative. Let's go. I know you're, I know you're stoked. I know you're super ready for so, this, Sabrina. Today's the most jazzy day I've ever had in my life. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, here you go. Hot takes. Try to contain me. Three, two, one. Hot takes. Uh, okay, so yeah, the Dolby Theater, I don't really give a shit. It doesn't really matter. Uh, not, it doesn't affect my life whatsoever. Unfortunately, I'm being selfish with, with uh, my hot takes today. Nautilus also doesn't affect me at all because I shan't be watching it. However, I am very glad that it's not just going to sit on a shelf and that people will be able to see it because I really hate when people work very hard on something and then it doesn't get out there. So good for that. Joe Pickett? What? How is there three seasons of this show that like literally no one has ever heard of? Like who gives a flying piece of shit about Joe fucking Pickett? Conception sounds like an original idea, which I love. Everybody knows I don't want to recycle shit. So great. Awesome. I also love Kira Knightley. She is gorgeous and a fabulous actress. So I'm super into that. Um, and uh, the Fantastic Beasts, like enough of that, bitch. I'm, I, I feel like we've beat Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts into the ground. Enough is enough. Like, go die somewhere in a hole. J.K. Rowling's Daredevil. That, great. I'm glad it's going to be better. Heidi Klum always dresses up like a star. Megan Fox is so irrelevant that I could care less what the fuck she's doing on Halloween or any day. And tag after a go fuck I would say AMPTP, go fuck yourself. But you know. No, because I mean, for the Halloween costumes, that's so stupid. You can't dress oh, oh, up like a like a movie person. Like, I don't mean for the negotiations. Obviously, yeah. everyone knows I'm in SAG. I'm on SAG side. But, you know, like, what? How do you tell people they can't dress up like a movie? Like, that's so, they're like, be a ghost. I'm I, like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm cool. five. Like, what do you mean? I, I saw Lexi's comment, too. I mean, Kill Bill was almost 20 years ago at this point. Holy shit. Yeah, uh, and feel, people are still mad about it, though. Even older than my back feels, so this is great. Well, people are mad about it because they asked us not to. And then when mm -hmm. she brazenly said, I don't really give a crap, I'm going to do what I want. So that's why people are mad. Yeah. But it just sounds yeah, like know. really stupid. I bought a lumbar support pillow. <laughs> I do not. Oh, so, oh, let's see that, Sean. Man. 
here, jokes. Here you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is uh, this is my new lumbar support pillow. <laughs> Fantastic beast. <sighs> Cruise Control, sponsored by Lumbar Support Pillows, lumbar support. with faces on them. Maybe, could be, you know? Maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. You never know. Why don't they try a solo film about Hermione? <laughs> yeah, you, never, you never know what they might do. They're, they're doing that spinoff uh, with Harry Potter where they're doing actually a whole new reboot on Max, and it'll be like every season. It's like a show, right? It's a show. Every yeah. season is one book. And they're planning on doing every book and every se- as a season. Ugh, so that's, that's a lot of Harry Potter, but it's a lot of Harry Potter. Yeah. But Kill Bill, yeah, the Kill Bill is old, too. I don't understand it's like old stuff, but people were still mad about it. I mean, I mean, it's mad because you shouldn't be doing it, but like almost there should have been better guidelines, I think. Maybe if it's like not actually out this year, you should wrestle. Yeah, like something know. current, you know? Yeah, but oh, that's what is, you know, that's rules. That's what they had for Halloween, and they and she broke it. So we'll see if there's any ramifications coming forward. Mike, are you ready for your hot <laughs> What takes? are they going to do? Take her SAG card? I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, like, not, I don't understand. They're they're gonna, they're gonna You're going to SAG jail, Megan Fox. dollars. Um, I'm 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 nervous, Brian, because I always look like a goon because I always have video problems during this segment. But I'm going to try and keep it on point, and I'm not going to talk after the explosion. I'm not a rule okay. breaker. That's not the kind of thing that I'm about. Uh, Goldie, I think, is king of this segment. I'm going to try to give him a run for his money today. Oh. <laughs> two paws way down. Now give me two paws way down. <laughs> All right, Mike. Here we go. Going live. Hot takes. Three, two, one. Hot takes. Okay, Dolby Theater, purpose-built for uh, the Oscars as Kodak Eastman Theater. You don't get to change the name of the building, guys. It's not the Willis Tower. Uh, Nautilus, it's not for me. Uh, There's an alternative joke for that one. How about piracy? More like not for me. We got a lot of rhyming jokes today. Uh, Let's see. Joe Pickett, this show takes place in Saddlestring. What, Prospector's Gooch was taken? Uh, Joe Pickett, more like no ticket. You canceled. Uh, uh, it's not the government parenting your kids you have to worry about it's the parent pto burning books okay like it's we're on a different angle now um fantastic beats beasts and fantastic beats uh dave yates said we just need to stop and pause and take it easy make this man the king of hollywood keep bringing us those adorable pokemon i, I want to see more of them that was the best part heidi Klum, bring back the worm uh, there's no there's no need to mess with perfection uh i think it's the rest of the Kloom clones in the house. You almost made it. You're so close. He almost made it. 3-2-1, Queen says. Yeah, almost made it. But yeah, a lot, a lot's still happening. Every day there's a lot happening. We're having a good time. Let us know if you like the hot takes because we're still kind of trying this subject out and seeing how it works for everybody out there. So, But good good job, Mike. You almost got there. We did pretty good tonight. We did pretty good tonight. Wait, I have a question for Mike. Did you like literally write that shit out or did you somehow like rhyme in the moment? It seems uh, like you're a planner. <laughs> no, uh, nope. Nope. I, I took, I just, uh, I was copying Goldie's possible method. I was looking through the screen, <laughs> saw that he maybe had his phone up during his, his last segment. <laughs> hey, hey, he's not, no one's cheating here. We're having a good time. That's not, che- that's not cheating. No, that's not cheating. That's not cheating. <laughs> oh, thanks, David Banner. Yeah, we'll keep trying them out. People like them. We'll keep doing the hot takes. But we got to talk about tonight, everybody. So now it's time to get into it. Come on. Right, everybody. Robert De Niro is in the news today, and I just want to talk about this just briefly um, because 
apparently Robert De Niro went to court today. Well, it went yesterday and for a defamation trial. So this actually went down a few years ago, 2019. Uh, his assistant, who actually moved up in the company, she had left his her position at Cannell Productions as vice president for production and finance. So she had been there for 11 years working under him. She started as an assistant, moved her way up, and then she was part of the, the whole company. She made her way up there. So they actually fired her, though. And after they fired her, the company filed a $6 million lawsuit against her. They alleged that she excessively binge watched Netflix the whole time she was working. <laughs> she charged personal meals and groceries to the company's credit card and inappropriately used her employer fund for her personal gain, including De Niro's frequent flyer miles. She moved them over to her own account and started using her his frequent flyer miles for her own safety or her own travel expenses. So she did all that apparently, and that's why they did this lawsuit, $6 million. And then she countersued them for $12 million. And she said, she alleged that De Niro actually, and the whole production company had violated New York City's human rights law, claiming that the actor directly used sexist comments at her, assigned her stereotypically female job duties that were inconsistent with her job title. And they actually, and she said they actually paid another assistant less, or paid more than her that had been there for a long time, Dan Harvey. And after 11 years, I could see that maybe being a thing, but then De Niro had a whole thing on the stand on Tuesday, and he said, first of all, when it comes down to Dan Harvey, he had been there since 1991. He had been with the company for 40 years. That's why he was getting paid more. And he actually started as a personal trainer for De Niro and then moved his way up. She said, he said he like lost his family during this whole thing. It was like all, he went through a lot of tribulations and trials just because he was working for the company and he stuck with it and he got raises appropriately every year. And he also said on the stand, he said, okay, well, he did berate her a little bit. He said it happened because there was a situation where she was his assistant. She didn't wake him up in time for a very important meeting. And so he just flipped out at a time. He goes, yeah, fine, I berated her. He told her that she, he, she was snippy. He called her a fucking spoiled brat apparently during the whole thing. And he goes, yeah, I raised my voice at her, yeah. He goes, I don't usually yell though. That's not yelling, I'm just raising my voice. So she's taking that as defamation because he said that to her before. And also he said that he never had her do any kind of jobs like that, but she said that he did and the company the whole time was causing problems for her and they were breaking laws in New York City. Now, will this actually, like, who will win this? I'm not really sure about this, but I heard about this. Her name's Graham Chase Robertson, Robinson, and uh, it's, you know, they're in civil trial in New York, but to me, it's like, if she's been there for that long, if she really was binge watching Netflix and not doing her job, and you know, maybe that's a reason for termination. I mean, they filed a lawsuit against her first and she countered it. To me, it seems like she's a disgruntled employee, and all the facts that we'll find out, De Niro was apparently pretty fired up. He was like raising his voice a lot in the courtroom and upset about what was happening. Not yelling. But it wasn't He's not yelling, yelling though. There's a big not difference, yelling. apparently. But, but they, were saying, potato. they were saying he was yelling, though. <laughs> the whole yeah, thing about De Niro was like, freaking out. Yeah, come on, De Niro. But but it, it's like a whole thing that he said that it's just 11 years he was, she was there at the company and she made her way up too. She she rose in the company from a personal assistant to a you know a position where you know she's a vice president. I mean, honestly, they gave her opportunity. And if she was doing this stuff like Netflix and chilling by herself in her room and not waking him up, and there's a problem here. You know, she she should have been doing her job. But he says she says as these things come forward, we're always like, well, let's discuss them because. To me, I feel like it's a disgruntled employee. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there'll be more information where it is true that he was doing these things, but I'm not, I'm not really buying it. Sabrina, what do you think about this? Do you think that De Niro, you think De Niro will actually lose this defamation lawsuit or do you think that she will? Like, what do you think when you hear about these facts coming forward? I mean, honestly, I don't really know. I feel like it's all very vague and like they sued her first, like because she apparently was not really doing much and she stole those airline miles, I guess, from the company account. It wasn't like his personal account. 
But like they, you know, you, worth. but they have yeah. like a company card where like, you know, you use for all company expenses. And so like the miles are, I mean, obviously they're not her miles, but I'm just saying it's not like she took them from his personal car. Now, I'm not sticking up for this bitch. I'm just saying <laughs> like they sued her for $6 million for three years salary and this, this airline stuff. Right. So they're countersuing essentially, you know, she's countersuing them and saying that all these things happened because he sued her. So I don't know. It just seems like petty back and forth bullshit. Um, I feel like the outcome will be much less money of whoever gets, you know, whatever. Kind of like the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. They settled on like, you know, a dollar, some nonsense that he she paid him or he she paid it all. He dropped it down for it's going to I don't know. I feel like it's nonsense, honestly. And you know what? If you're if six million dollars is three years of her fucking salary, she's doing just fine. Let's rein it in with the suing. Okay, go find another fucking job. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and, and ryan's is out there too how did she last seven years i mean that's a good question too they just like let it happen for that whole time who who knows it's like a weird it's a weird situation i honestly don't think that we actually have all the facts there might be more things we'll find out as this trial actually plays out further me neither and, and we'll keep you posted too. me neither yeah we don't have a dog in this fight but i mean it's just interesting i, I feel like this is something that no one's really been talking too much about. I just saw his past and it's been going on for four years, this trial too. And now it's finally, he had to take the stand. And so everyone's talking about it. So what do you think about this, Mike? Do you Never. think that the, that the Nero has any kind of say in this whole thing? Will he, you know, will he have to pay her? Or will she have to pay him? How do you feel about this? Uh, Brian, if you sue me for $6 million, I'm coming at you guns blazing, dog. I'm going to, <laughs> allegedly, none of this holds up in court. Allegedly, I'm going to pull out every lie. I'm going to, all the tape-recorded conversations I have that you say horrible things on, Brian, I'm pulling those all out into the courtroom. Um, you know, you can't you can't trust anything that somebody says after that, just, just because the, the perverse incentive exists there once you've come after someone to screw them that hard. Um, so her motivation is not to get any money in a countersuit. It's to be enough of a pain of a pain in the ass. Penis in your anus. Uh, enough of a pain in the ass <laughs> for, uh, for Robert to say, yeah, it's not worth it. I don't want to have to show up to the court. I'm 80 years old. Like, why do I care? So, so yeah, I think it's what any rational person would do. Is it, is it, lawful is it a good use of our legal system no but that's not really how america works in in terms of my understanding uh so i just think that it's to be expected at this point yeah i'm not saying it's good i'm not saying it's it's justified i'm just saying i think that's how people operate I like what the comments come out. Listen to you two and listen to the comments too. I, the thing is, like, it is weird that, I mean, maybe the counter suit for 12 million, she did that because she had to. You're right, Mike. Maybe she just had to because she's like, she left the company and now she's being sued and she's just like, I need to be able to pay my bills. I can't afford this $6 million. So I have to fight it. I, it'll be interesting to see what, what kind of facts come forward, what kind of information they have that can actually prove that she was on her Netflix the whole time and then what she was doing, not doing her job. But I mean, it's it's very fascinating to me. Sean, what do you think about this situation? Do you think that she had a reason she had a reason to sue for them, counter sue, or do you think that then that this whole thing is just blown out of, you know, fucking perspective? Uh yeah, I you know, does anyone, you know, have receipts anymore does anyone keep receipts anymore like these things should be easily provable um i do think that this does open up an interesting loophole to open uh you know the 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 behind the curtain scenes and and actually look into the data of netflix uh subpoena netflix you know (laughs) that'd be great 
prove it. Subpoena. Let's let's fucking see it, Netflix. Let's see it. All this data that you say you have on us, uh, I wanna I wanna know just how scared I need to be. Uh, you know, just because <laughs> I like eighties horror and uh, you know I keep rewatching Mad Men. Give me a fucking break. Uh, you know, um, no, I, I, you know I think uh, it, it it definitely sounds like he said she said we don't yeah. have the evidence here. Maybe we'll get it. Uh, you know, stay tuned, everybody. Uh, you know, I know that we could do a Freedom of Information Act and see what happened here. But, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll keep you posted as it develops. But I saw it was interesting. This kind of came out of nowhere. And it could be like it, it is. He she he says she says back and forth. We don't have all the facts. They just started going to court. It's only day two. So it's very early in this. But I thought it was interesting. And I thought it'd be a fun thing to just kind of put it to everybody's attention today. Ty asked the question really quick. The answer to your question, Ty, is that she took the miles when she left. So it was like uh, I was like, you know, she was like, I will take my own severance package in the form of, you know, half a million dollars of, of airline miles. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Kind of ballsy. It's very ballsy. Kind of go fuck yourself. Let, let, let me let me put a pin in this one if I can. Yeah, Mike. Stop whining. <laughs> Stop <laughs> whining. <laughs> but you know this this whole lawsuit and this like this whole situation might follow her whole career for a long time forward. Just like the demon from it follows keeps following this woman until it kills her. Because if you've seen it follows, there's a sequel coming, everybody. And. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not because we talk about horror movies all the time. They're looking for a way to do sequels to them. That's all we've been talking about because it's been the Halloween season. We've been hearing more and more about this. But if you know what this movie is, it's pretty much about how this girl sleeps with her boyfriend the first time. And when she sleeps with him, a demon gets attached to her. And until she sleeps with somebody else, the demon's coming after her to kill her. Very interesting. It's like it's like the worst STD in the world. That's pretty much what it is. Just keeps falling until it gets you. But they're actually launching a sequel for this, and everybody's coming back. Like Neon Productions is doing this, AFM is doing this, and they're they're following. They're calling it They Follow. So that's not it's follow. It's They Follow. And they haven't said the exact Love. plot for it yet. Yeah, right. They Follow. Here we go. But they haven't said the exact plot for it. But early on, when they were first talking about it, they were saying that maybe it's gonna be like involve people actually trying to track down the entity and the demon and following it to where it comes from, its source, and then trying to kill it. So nope. it's like the opposite. <laughs> Sean's not sold on no, this. No, I, I, I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is already, and I'll tell you exactly. It's very easy to figure out, right? If it follows was for sex, they follows is obviously for group sex. Or it's an orgy. Situation. <laughs> uh, we have a threesome, perhaps, and then they get th you know three demons go at you. Uh, I haven't watched this movie. I would love to. Have <laughs> you heard of it before, Sean? Uh, I've heard about it. Yeah, I, I think it was. Um, there's a there's a really good creator on YouTube uh, that does like a good breakdown of of sci of sci-fi and horror movies, and uh, he does one for It Follows, and it made me really want to watch it. I, I love it. It's such a simple premise. And I heard it's done very like practically hey. and interestingly, like, you know, but like I, I you know, the cap. Oh, shit. OK. Oh, Sorry. You, you gotta you yeah. gotta give me a heads up before you show me a broken Ooh. backwards leg, Ryan. Uh, just, just it's a lot. Future, keep that in mind. Um, no, it, 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 it sounds like a great movie. Um, you law you really fucked me up with this leg, Brian. A lot. I had a great train of thought, and that fucking leg just sent me the other direction, much like 
that other leg. <laughs> that knee, uh, yeah. Okay, go to somebody else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if you've seen this before, the I'm filmmaker done. David Robert Mitchell is coming back and also to helm and write the whole project. And uh, yeah. Micah Monroe is coming back to reprise her role as Jay Hype. <laughs> and they're hoping to it start is. shooting in 2024. Yeah, I remember now. I, I said it's nice to see the Catholic Church promoting uh, abstinence in a different way. That's my joke. That, that's, Everybody right. wants to go viral now, Sean. It's true. Know, it's very true. How, how about you, Mike, though? Have you ever seen It Follows? And do you think it makes sense to now track down the demon and do a sequel to this? Because they say they want to do a bunch of these. So do you think it's a good idea coming forward? Or would you think they should have left It Follows that It Follows? And not They Follow, Them Follow, High Follow, you know, all that following. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't was know. This movie, was this movie based on a foreign film or am I conflating it with another one that came out around the same time? Uh, a foreign <laughs> film? He gave the next request. <laughs> I don't know. I think it could uh, have been. I, I saw the, I is. saw this movie, but uh, and I recall it being good, but it didn't really stick in my brain. Uh, yeah, so make more of them, I guess. Yeah, they, mm. they're the same team. Like, I'll watch it. If you know, good good horror films are good. We're always got a million crappy horror films, which is good because they're cheap cheap to produce. So if you got some steam and you got a you got a script, go for it. Like I'll watch it. It's pretty creepy, Mike. It's like because you saw like the older lady right there following her, and that happens. Like the demon like shows itself as different people, and it's like stalking her from a distance. And as time goes by, and she doesn't actually sleep with somebody else, it gets closer and closer and closer. Until eventually it tries to kill her. So maybe I didn't it's, see this movie and I just thought that I did. I couldn't be completely conflating it with with another movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, it's it's just a weird fucking movie. But like I said, it's like the world's worst STD in a lot of ways. But it did really well and it did look great. It was shot very well. The plot was actually very interesting and the acting was great. So I mean, it could be a, an awesome premise moving forward. We'll have to wait and see. Sabrina, what do you think about this? Do you want to see? a they follow or do you think again have, have you seen this one i don't know if you've even seen this one i, I have not i'm going to refer back to zach thoughts and this 90 minutes of waiting for her to fuck someone that's pretty much it <laughs> that's pretty much it that's i mean honestly you know i'm kind of good i think i'm good on it i mean it is a horror movie and like um mike said you know it's that's probably the easiest franchise to throw out a sequel and and get people i mean look at that five nights at freddy gaming pile of shit made a bunch of money which is shocking because it is really one of the it's like almost unwatchable like it's Get it's ready awful. for more six nights no, at I freddy's yep i don't want yep. i know yep. i want yep. no yep. nights at line. freddy's Ten nights um, at Freddy's. and yeah so i just i don't i don't know i don't know like horror got, movies i guess have more freddy of a fingered more of night. a that was actually a good movie freddy got fingered um daddy would you like some sausage yeah, i mean i don't this this doesn't excite me at all um i don't i'm 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 good on this personally i i really i could care less you could they follow he follows she follows i don't give a fuck who the fuck follows i will not be there i'm not following sabrina okay? is not following no hard I, pass I, honestly sean look oh you're looking you're doing a great job you told yourself Pat <laughs> yourself on the back <laughs> Look at you! I wanted Sutherland that's watching tonight. Yeah, I, I shared a link to the video that I was referencing, and the creator's name is Trey Clancy. So check him out. Uh, he does a, a really humorous take on uh, yeah, horror movies and sci-fi. So enjoy it. Oh, nice. Yeah, but this is well. Check that out, everybody. Check it out. But yeah, this is just one of those things that. I, I, you know, I don't think we really, again, like, like, was it, was it Hussein the whole thing? Was it, was it David Banner about the whole following a whole girl to have sex the whole time, right? 
So like, I don't really know. No, if that, Zach. It was Zach. It was Zach. So I don't even know if it's really worth having this movie come for you did it once. I guess you're going to chase down a demon. Maybe that'll be fun, but I don't, I don't think we need it. I really don't think we need it, but it's happening everybody. So if you're a, fr- a fan of, of they or it follows great for they follow because they're going to keep doing more just like they're doing more of now you can see me. Now you see me three is it coming. Now you see me three is it coming. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I guess I have the, 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 the fucking woman in my mind shit happen with the sex. I don't know. But now you see me three is in development. So, <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot. But Lionsgate is moving forward with this. And now they're going to bring everybody back, apparently. All, everybody, Woody Harrelson's coming back. Everyone's coming back. Jesse Eisenberg, Isla Fisher, Dave Franco. They're all coming back to one more bank heist as magicians. So if you haven't seen this movies or the first two. That's what it is, though. That's what it is. I magicians know. that do. <laughs> I know, but then when you actually when you actually say it and and like how ridiculous it actually is, just kind of infest my brain. Sorry, please, you, please you introduce can't tell me, You can't I'm tell sorry. me that Ocean's it's... Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Eight that those magic. all weren't a bunch of magicians. Like they were, they were, <laughs> but they, no, these are magic. actually magicians, Mike. They were meticulously <laughs> planned and they got super lucky. What but do you think people... magic is, Sean? But the whole, <laughs> the whole thing about this, the whole thing about this series was like. Are they, are they fucking, is like magic fucking real in this universe? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean. And like, there was that whole, there was that whole, yes, exactly. Thank you. But like, there was a whole scene where they're tossing a cart using different, like, magic tricks. And I was like, what the fuck is this? It was the worst CGC, yeah, computer graphics card of ever It's apparently magic. how you rob a bank. <laughs> You're honestly selling what... me on it, Sean. But they I, made, I'm <laughs> It's they made like weird. pretty good money though, Sean. They made pretty good money doing these movies, and the special effects is great, and the magic's actually pretty cool, and the acting's good. It just like you know, just kind of a lot of good, a lot of star power, a lot of star power. I mean, the first one, but is magic real? Yeah. Is magic yeah. real? See, well, you have to. Thing. I, I mean, mean, as David Copperfield, maybe, maybe. he'd he be making a living off maybe. that shit for a long time. That's what I want to see though. Like if now you see me three was like famous mus- famous magicians throughout history teaming up a la uh you know Ocean's 11 or whatever and they have to like, you know, do something to Dave they have to like key David Blaine's car or something. <laughs> Like something like Damn. super. <laughs> yeah. Sean, Sean, I gotta say because this so rarely comes in handy. My degree in religious studies that I have. So on the weekends, <laughs> on the weekends, I am prone to be leafing through ancient Egyptian papyri, just looking at spells. Papyri, and, and fuck often, yourself. <laughs> and you typically they're like you know. Uh, their their spells for how to break into a grain silo, uh, how to uh, how to hide how to hide a flexible man under a tray of of cheeses and meats. Like those are the spells that I read. So yes, I can flexible say man? I haven't seen the movies, but a hundred percent accurate from everything that you're saying. But with this cast, Mike, are you surprised that the third one didn't come sooner? I mean, it's been years since the second one, and they still want to do a third one. I'm surprised that based on the fact that it's a uh, made so much money based on its budget two to three times the budget for both of the first two some numbers were somewhere like that right yeah the first um, one uh, was a 75 million dollar budget yeah 351.7 million dollars dude i bet they were thinking about developing it for like 2020 like they were starting to make the phone calls and it just didn't happen then so it's happening now i i it really strikes me as the kind of thing that they probably had in the on the official unofficial books and just isn't happening now until now for that reason because otherwise it's just money sitting on the table 
Yeah. That's I mean, Harry, look, Harry Potter's there. Harry they Potter's in there. Too. They're fucking real wizards. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> They're all wizards. So you Michael Payne, and he won't come back because he is officially retired, so he won't be back, though. So he said he wouldn't do anything. You know, he said he's not coming back, so do it anything. So I'm guessing we'll have to, you know, just write him out somehow. Make so. him AI. Oh, Make don't do that. AI. Do the Grand I, Moff Tarkin to Michael Caine. You know what I saw today, though, Sean, before he came live? No. Nick Cage actually came forward and said that that stuff in the flash, he did not shoot that at all. He said what he shot, they didn't use. He goes, they didn't use it. He goes, I don't know what that CG mess was. Like, I have no idea, but they just did that anyways. Yeah, he wasn't him. Oh, yeah. It wasn't him at all. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. I don't think any of those. Yeah, well, none of those were were real shoots. It was all CG. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except the babies. The babies in the flash were real. <laughs> oh, those babies were super real. And they then were super real. Effects. That oh day on set. That was the microwave. <laughs> oh, no, like, it, it was amazing. Finally a movie came out and said we killed a bunch of dogs in this. And it was like, oh shit, flash, Brave. way to go. Mickey Mouse and, then, and the like, Sources Apprentice. This one dog just did great. Who knows? Sorry, so but we're throw it's close to Sabrina for a second. I know Sabrina has seen <laughs> I, these I movies. So Sabrina, do you want to see a third one? You've seen them before though. You like them, right? No, I I meant that my that he was talking when I was I, like that's what I meant. I could care less. Yeah, I actually really like the first one a lot. Um, I thought it was really good. It was fun. Uh, like Brian mentioned, a really great cast. Um, I enjoyed it. The second one, not so much. You know, it was fine. I guess I don't know. I didn't like it. And after the second one, I am definitely not asking for a third one. Will I watch it? Probably. Um, <laughs> am, am I asking for it? Absolutely not. Um, but if you bring me Mark Ruffalo, I'm gonna watch it. Also, Woody great. Harrelson, amazing. Isla Fisher, amazing. Like I don't know. I'm I, the second one. The first one I thought was very clever and fun. The second one, like I said, you kind of lost me. But uh, yeah, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't. I want to be. I want to be excited about something in Hollywood. But this is, you know, unfortunately not it. Oh come on! I actually think this would be fun. Come I mean, on! Come on, guys! Come on! Sorry. No. I don't like recycling I penis all the time, people. I just think it'd be fun. I just think they do a great. I mean, the first two are Everybody fun. They're good in. movies. It's just a, a, a smart premise again. More, like Mike I said, magicians. Heist movies. Heist movies get a pass on the sequel thing, like because it's just different heists. I started a, <laughs> I started a, a Shadowrun <laughs> campaign, which is a role playing game, just recently, and it's all it is is a new heist every weekend. So I think, I think they get yep. a pass. They get a pass. I'd never heard of these movies until your breakdown that you sent, Brian. And uh, yeah. immediately I was like, what is this? Like The, the first one is really good. I, I, doing, I think it's really good. Magicians yeah. doing a heist movie? Like, that's all it's it interesting. to me on it. I put it on my just watch list, number one and two, right away, just from reading that. Right away. Happy, what do you think right about away. it? Would you watch it? Nah, that gives me oh, okay. Oh. Happy's not going to watch it. Uh, but... The... <laughs> I don't know who said... My, uh, so... Well, go ahead. Oh, I just, oh, I just like David's uh, David's idea. Houdini assembles a yeah. team. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, that'd be so <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. And it's, and it's original. Original. You're right. And Do something different. David Blaine's the bad guy. That could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's but they're but they're just looking for IP that works again. This kind of came forward, I guess, after the writers are back to work Ugh. and they start making announcements about this that there's projects they were trying to develop for a while. And now this is one too. The director desperate. was saying. Yeah. yeah, they're desperate. The director said for a long time he's been trying to make this happen, and now they actually have a bidding war for the rights. They have the script, they have the gas attached to it. They're having a bidding war from October 31st just now until November 5th is going to see which studio will grab it for distribution. But Lionsgate is making it, and it will be moving forward, and you're going to be get a Now You See Me 3. So, I don't know. I, I like magic. 
I think this could be fun. And I, I do agree with the chat that we should probably try to do something different and take some old stuff and, you know, some older characters <laughs> and bring them to the big screen that never been before. That'd be a lot of fun, I think. I but. said I'd watch it. Yeah, you. I know you watch it. You know what also I would watch? Even though I was just so torn about the last one, I would still watch a Thor 5 because Thor 5 is an active development, everybody. Thor 5 has been moving forward, but without Taika Waititi. So apparently Ooh. they're going to be changing directors to find somebody else to bring a whole new perspective on it. Marvel is changing everything a lot right now. We'll have a big discussion about that shortly, but they're going to be changing directors. and They want to take it to a more serious tone, apparently, to wrap into the new universe, into the whole destruction of the universe and the multiverse and the Kang stuff. And they want to make it a serious tone and take all the goofiness and the weird and wonkiness away from it, apparently, right now. There will be some of that in there, but they want to have a new director's take on it. And I think that's kind of interesting because Taika even said when he saw the movie in theaters, it said Thor will be back at the end of the credits. And he's like, it will be. I did not know that was happening. So that kind of makes sense. They want to do it. And if this happens, I know the one thing in line I read and I kind of thought was interesting is if, if this happens, a Thor 5 will be very first time a superhero and an actor, an actor playing a superhero has done five movies in a row. The most right now is Thor, but also tying with Superman, Christopher Reeves. They did four spinoff solo movies. So if he goes to a fifth one, it'll be the very first time a superhero has had five solo films but it's happening moving forward i think the hopes would be to be for the kang dynasty but that might all be changing too but this is interesting though i'm, I'm surprised because you know chris was saying chris Hemsworth was saying like he would do it but he didn't say like you know it had to be the right script it had to be the right people but apparently marvel has an idea and they want to move forward with it and get a new director so sabrina are you surprised by this would you watch a thor five do you think it'll be hercules uh, Hercules, huh? I was just going to say, that's the only thing I'm excited about is Steve Gold thing Hercules. I just really, if they're going to do another Thor, I really, really, really would want Taika to do it. I, Ragnarok is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Um, I thought it was so well done. Kate Blanchett was an amazing villain. Like, it was just, it was the perfect amount of funny and serious, and I just, I loved it. I loved it. Of course, my man Idris Elba was in there. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Love and Thunder didn't hit for me. I, I didn't, I didn't love it. I actually quite disliked it uh, and I, I didn't want to but I did um but I don't I don't think that that's a reason to go find someone else and bring it back more serious because if anyone remembers the first three Thors or the first two Thors not great Very serious the too. first one was fine the second one was terrible you know what I mean like same same type of thing I would just say with what, with what you're doing um and yeah I, I don't know I don't know I, I if you're gonna bring it back I, I think it's a big mistake to to not bring Taika into it although my man Brett Goldstein Fucking Roy Kent. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. I, I guess if he was in it, I'd watch it just for him. He's so good. Pretty sure the movie's going to suck, though. Oh, come on. It, it might be. It might be good. Sorry. I mean, a new director, different spin. But I, I like what they did with you him. You asked me to be here for my opinion, and my I, opinion is that it's going to suck. I know. I like what they did with like how Taika came in, though, Sabrina. You're right that he came in there and changed the whole dynamic of the character. And made it good, because the second one was dog shit. Yeah, unwatchable. A lot of storylines story David Banner said they could actually do. You're right. They, they could just branch off and do something different. But he, the Thor was, you know, pretty dull. And even Chris Hemsworth said how how revigorating it was when he actually came in and started playing. I don't know if that's right. He started playing this character again. And it felt like a new character, a new spin, and it felt great and fresh and new perspective. He loved it. And he made him like want to keep playing the character for a long time. So, I mean, to make an actor that attached to it come for him like i won't stop making these it's so much fun that's great and i feel like the change maybe it's necessary now for him to stay playing thor moving forward because maybe that's what's gonna take what do you think sean is this what's gonna take to have him stay a new director or do you think this is a bad move on marvel's part to actually have a new director come in and change thor again for a third time well i think 
you know, it was kind of uh, like Sabrina said, um, Taika Waititi definitely breathed new life into the character and he carried that into the other Avengers movies. Um, so I do think it could be time uh, to, to see a different take on Thor. On Thor. Um, I'm not sure where else they're going to take the character. They gave him a daughter. Uh, you know, that's like uh, in sitcoms, you know, the, the two love interests get married. Then what? Uh, you know, so let's just give him a fucking kid. Um, I don't know where they're going to take Thor with this. I'm excited to see, uh, you know, kind of how Thor even fits into the next couple phases uh, that we have coming or hopefully have coming from Marvel. Um, but I, I agree. I think um, a new direction and a new kind of take on the character, uh, even with Chris Hemsworth doing it, is fine by me. Uh, I think he really kind of grew into it and definitely came into his own. Um, you know, he didn't have Kenneth Branagh breathing down his neck. Uh and, uh, you know, lightened up and, um, you know, we'll see where he takes it. Do you think they keep the daughter or do you think they get rid of the daughter? Uh, I can't imagine they'd get rid of it because it was such a pivotal, like, part of the, the ethos of the growth of the character. And to just kind of like, it would almost be like that Aliens, you know, Aliens 2, Aliens 3 kind of thing where it's like half the characters you love from Aliens 2 were just dead at the beginning of it. Uh, I don't think we want to do that. We, we, we've moved on uh, as an audience society, uh, you know, to expect characters to have growth, evolve and mature and uh, to undo that without like a full recast, I think um, would be kind of unprecedented. So, yeah, uh, you're right. Marvel doesn't usually do that. They like to keep that consistency and keep that, you know, that storyline moving forward from movie, movie to TV show to project. They like to keep that tied in. So it would be difficult if they did, but it does seem like it's getting more lighthearted with the daughter. But maybe he'll find some seriousness there. Like someone captures her daughter, his daughter. He's going to get his daughter back or something. They could be doing something like that. Maybe, maybe you know, uh, Hercules takes his daughter and then he's got a battle to get back. And then Kang comes in and destroys the universe. I don't know. It could be interesting. It could be. Mike, wow. what about you? Are you sold you, on this? You, just you think wrote they should... five, Brian? You just wrote I just did. Five. Kevin Feige. <laughs> Kevin Feige, where you at, man? We're, we're gonna talk about you in a second, but where you at, Mike? What do you think about this? Think that Thor five will be a, a you know a great addition to the Marvel universe, or do you think they should just let this be and have him be an addition to all these spinoffs instead? Brian Taika Waititi <laughs> makes me mad. Oh no! Let me why? tell you why. Oh no. Because he doesn't leave a lot of space for talentless hacks like myself. Because he can act, he's hysterical, and he's one of the best, freshest directors of, uh, of, of the past 10 years, like, in terms of, like, major motion pictures. It just makes me mad. Like, you're not allowed to have that many different multi-hyphenate skills. You gotta leave leave some juice out there for the schmucks. He's not doing it. He's greedy. He's amassing all the talent onto himself. Um, so that's what I think about, uh, about Taika YTT. For, for Thor 5, I'm actually not sad that they're not just going with the same, um, the same team as before. I mean, it's comic books. I think that it's healthy to see <clears throat> the, the actors change, to change, like, we don't have to move out the whole team in one go you can move out actors piecemeal like you can move out writers uh, they, they have always done that but and directors like just let the, the property the properties don't belong to anybody that's working on them i mean they're they're way way older older they like none of these people were involved in the original thing so it's just kind of like we're just keeping a volleyball in the air with this stuff so 
I'm actually liking that because uh, if they're if they're just trying to make money, you think, okay, don't change the formula. Just just give it to AI to write a new one, do the same thing, do the same shots, do the same pacing. And they're deciding not to do that, which I think is actually a good thing for the um, for the MCU going forward. It, it doesn't bug me at all. Is it uh, is it maybe going to be a woof? <laughs> a woof? Uh, is it maybe going to be a whiff? It's, it's a big it's a big swing. Like so, yeah, maybe maybe they'll fail, but that, that doesn't that doesn't bother me. If it uh, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. If it uh, if it does fail, there's going to be sixty other marvel movies coming out in the next 18 months so so we'll catch them that time we're gonna get them well i'm gonna get 18 because mike a lot's changing at marvel it really is but i agree like you have this ethos you're building off of like we're gonna watch it regardless i think it could be fun to see what happens i like i think it was queen saying you want to see the daughter growing up i think that could be a lot of fun too and there's a lot of options there so we can't you know just be in tunnel vision like this is what tyke has done so that it has to be what it is and i think marvel has been looking at everything right now and being like what works what doesn't work what are we doing wrong how do we fix things that aren't you know people fans aren't adapting to or liking that fans are all about and that's the big thing moving forward like how can marvel fix it because people have been saying the Marvel Universe has been ruined, it's been wrecked, it's never going to come back, it's 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 ruined, it's done, but I don't believe that, but Marvel seems like they think that there's something wrong with it, and that leads me to our featured story of the night! Alright, there's a lot to talk about this, everybody, this came out, Variety had a huge article coming about MCU, and I'm going to break it down fast and we're going to talk about it. But they had this little retreat, apparently. They have it every year at Marvel where they go through everything like, what's good? What's bad? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? And a lot of things came forward. First of all, the Marvels. So the Marvels, it's going to bomb. They know it's on the, the ring's on the wall. They're saying it's going to be the worst release of all of their movies. Out of 33 films, they expect it to be the worst one. Right now, it's projecting like $75 million opening weekend, which is abysmal for these movies, especially a movie that's like $250 million budget. It's not good. It's not looking good. And, you know, the whole Brie Larson thing where people are, you know, boycotting because of her. People don't like her, apparently. And some of the drama that came out and said they had four weeks of reshoots. They did a screening in Texas, and that screening went really bad. They never do this with Marvel stuff. They did an actual screening. And apparently everybody's like, oh, this is not, this is not right. This is not good. And Kevin Feige has been trying to fix it, but the writing's in the wall. It's not going to be good. And that's what they've been talking about this retreat. They're worried about that, but they're also worried about everything else. Like the visual effects artists coming out and unionizing. That's because they've had no time to actually finish everything. And they're saying like when Ant-Man first came out, there was a lot of visual effects that weren't done. And the same thing with She-Hulk when that came out, a lot of visual effects weren't done. They were soft because these people had overworked and underpaid. And that's why they're joining the union and, and making their own union joining Odyssey. It's, it's big. And that's a concern for them too. Another big concern for them again is Blade. Now Blade for a long time has been in development for a long time. And they thought they had a good script. They had a director attached. When I was working on Ant-Man, they were actually talking about how they were gonna start shooting soon. When I first started working on Ant-Man, like back last year, back in like, it was like March or April or something like that. And they were all ready to shoot. And then it got postponed because what happened? Mahershala Ali was like, I don't like the script. Uh, I'm not gonna do this. He almost walked away. And so they rewrote the script. They wrote it again and again and again. They got a new director because they had the director. They changed the first AD. A lot of changes happened and they were going to try to start shooting. And then, you know, we had the shutdowns because of the strikes. And then now they said they want to only spend $100 million on this. And that's it. Make it a low budget thing and see what happens. So they're worried about that, too. They're worried about spending all this money and not getting the return. Another big thing, another big, big thing that they're talking about. And, you know, we're going to talk about right now is Jonathan Majors. 
that's a concern for them right now. They finally said that they're talking about replacing Jonathan Majors because Jonathan Majors is problematic. And they're saying right now, it doesn't even matter if he's guilty or he's not guilty because Ant-Man didn't do as well as they thought it was going to do because they believed that Kang and this character was going to be massive. People are going to love it. And they put a lot of time into Loki too. They expected it to be great and they expected everyone to love him. But people apparently don't love him. And then there's the abuse allegations. And so right now they're talking about either recasting him or replacing him with Doctor Doom, which could be cool because if you're going to go into Secret Wars, Doctor Doom is that villain. Like, I mean, like, why would you not? But they weren't going to do that. They had this whole storyline wrapped around Kang the Conqueror. And on top of that, apparently, because it's not been doing so well, they said, hey, let's just bring back the Avengers, the original OG Avengers. That's a discussion. Boom. Pay Rob, pay Robert Downey Jr. But during this, this is an insider at this at this whole retreat said this. And apparently Kevin Feige's pissed. It's a whole discussion. They want Robert Downey Jr. to come back. And they want they want to pay him $25 million and have it be a thing. And all originally, even Black Widow, they said, even though she's dead, bring her back too, we'll work it out. So this is, this came out, Variety had this whole article come out. If it wasn't Variety saying this, I would be like, oh, this is just like, you know, Ned's barnyard news back street, you know what I mean? But it's not that, it's it's Variety and they had a huge write up because apparently one of the people that came to Variety was in this meeting and there's a lot of people, everyone's talking about in the news today. Well, in the, the trades for Marvel. And if they wanna bring back the OG Avengers, I mean, I get it. I get one to bring Robert Downey Jr. back. I think that's probably a route they're going to do anyways from Secret Wars. But to get him to come back and to get everybody to come back, Chris Evans and all of them to keep continuing forward in this universe, I don't know if that's going to work. Maybe short term they do it, but not long term. And Kang is a problem. Denzel Washington, I'll say it one more time. Denzel, replace him. Or a female Loki. We talked about that before, too. Put a female Loki in there or something. Or a female version of, of Kang. That's what we talked about. So there's lots of options for them. But they are worried about this. They haven't said anything about it because they're trying to figure it out. They thought they could lay it. And now it's time to figure it out. They're going to keep shooting stuff. They have to find out who's the next big bad. If it's going to work. And apparently, the end of Loki... Uh, I mean, this is only this is only like speculation out there. But what I've heard is the end of Loki really does set it up to be Kang is even more so the next big bad. So I'm gonna go with Sean on this first. A lot of stuff that came out from Variety. Sean, what do you think? Do you believe this? Do you think the OG Avengers are coming back? Do you think that Jonathan Majors is gonna be gone because of just numbers, or is it the allegations? And do you think that Marvel is actually in a bad spot right now, or is this just? you know, execs talking in a room because they're worried about numbers. So let me explain what a summit is uh, for those not in the know about uh, the comic book industry. It's where you get most of your writers, some of your creative teams in there. You stay and it's a retreat for a weekend and you are basically pitching big ideas, big things that can revolutionize and change um, a, a comic book line uh, for, you know, foreseeable future. Next 12 to 24 months typically get marked out at that point. Um, I understand that this is the same kind of thing since they were bought by Disney that they're doing for the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all that. To say that they're in a bad spot is, I think, <laughs> a little bit of giving it too much credit. Um, I think at this stage, they have built themselves into a corner and boarded up all the windows in the house. Um, they have connected so many things in this house of cards um, that, you know, all it took was one, you know, allegations start coming out, more allegations start coming out. And, you know, that puts in jeopardy the next five years of plans that you have. Uh, and they're scared about that. 
And so what are studios doing now? Uh, you know, I mean, we talked about it earlier today. They're going back to things that have worked. They're going back to, you know, characters that uh, you're familiar with that, that give you this little, you know, it's so weird to think that, that seeing the old Avengers at this point would give you a little bit of a nostalgia kick, but it will. Uh, and they know it. They know how fickle these audiences are. I knew that Marvel was in trouble the last with the last Marvel's uh, trailer that they put out. Because if there's a really subtle ending there, uh, come see what's next, right? They're, they're basically saying, hey, uh, if you don't see this movie, you're going to miss some really cool shit because it's going to tease this next, you know, whatever. And there was a very, you know, subtle fade of all the other letters except for the X in there. And a lot of people are thinking that might mean X-Men show up. That might mean that Marvel's the first, you know, um, cinematic mention of mutants being part of this universe. Uh, and as soon as they started to shift the focus away from Brie Larson and Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, I was like, fuck, they really don't believe in this movie. Yeah. Uh, basically just saying you have to see this because it's a linchpin. And we saw how well that worked in the DC universe. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't work. When you, when you are beginning to tell audiences that this movie sucks, they're not going to go see it. They will wait. They will torrent it. They will find all the little hints and little Easter egg videos that come out of leaked uh, after credit scenes. Um, but it, it absolutely kills the momentum and the hype for a movie. Uh, instead of just putting it out there, letting fans decide and going for it. But I think this is a problem of Marvel's own problem. You know, they got ahead of themselves. They got cocky and now they have to fucking pay for it. And they're scrambling. Uh, Loki season two has been fantastic. I would say um, it, it makes me. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. It makes me concerned where the rest of the, you know, I feel like they put a lot of eggs in the Loki basket. Let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, and the Kang basket, because Kang's such a big deal in this too. So it's like well, really pushing forward the next phase. Yeah, they you knew that they were they did that because of announcing you know Avengers five and Avengers four, Avengers five and six, whatever. Like like doing that like so far in advance with these you know these these uh, subtitle or you know subtitles under the name that just brings such emotion and people understand that you know Secret Wars is is a thing I could go read tomorrow. The Kang Dynasty is something I can pull up on Hoopla. By the way, Hoopla is a fantastic app. If you uh, support and <laughs> love your local public libraries, folks, uh, do that. These are stories that you can already read to prepare for it. And if that's not where they're going or how it's really going to be implemented, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a lot of this stuff is so far in advance. We just kind of have to wait for it. But I, I was very disappointed in in the 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 way that they've kind of cut the marvels out at the knees and just said fuck it this is not going to work and you know sorry brie larson and uh, everyone else i guess but it's disappointing yeah it's disappointing to see it's that right whole now, state well it's it's this is the state that marvel wrought right like they poked fun at themselves in she hulk oh that was hilarious they when they did all this fourth <laughs> wall shit it's like oh it made you take a critical look at like how you're even consuming all of this marvel marvel shit and then, you know, that, that like filled into Star Wars and don't even get me started on Star Wars. Let's go to Mike. Well, before, before <laughs> you're right, the one thing I'll we, tell we, you, too, I also want to Star Wars, too. I'm about that. I, 
but I also heard about the Marvels too. Yes, the end credit scene, they apparently changed that. That's one thing that they changed, yeah. I guess, early on. I don't know when they had time with all the strikes and stuff happening. It must have been way early on, you know? But I heard that they did. And I and I, I did hear who they said is supposed to be in the credits. I don't know if we should say it out loud. Everybody wants to hear. Uh, I, I didn't even hear what you said. Okay, well, appar- apparently Kelsey Grammer's coming to be Beast. That's what oh. I was told. And he and, and Jessica Rambo is going to wake up in that universe. And that's how they're going to bring the X-Men in. And so that's their whole thing. They've been teasing the X-Men thing. And they right. actually I have like Kelsey that. Grammer to come in and be Beast. Yeah. Fading away. And that, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, again, and th- it would be fantastic if all of our dreams come through, come, come, come true. And they're, they're giving so much hype for Deadpool 3. Like that is a fucking unstoppable juggernaut because you got Hugh yeah. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds in there doing... Good pun there, oh. Juggernaut. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, but like you know, like I, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing. I, uh, I have yet to read the Ver, Ver, uh, Vanity Fair article, but I'm sure I will, and uh, just be like, well, no shit. Uh, yeah, but, and it, it's it's the same thing we're saying though. And also on top of there, talking about Kevin Feige usually has his like hands and everything. At least he watches the final cut, and then he says, "No, this needs to change, and that needs to change." But he hasn't been able to do that because there's been so much content. Hence why we talk about how they're going to start cutting down the uh, Disney Plus content because of this too. Because they said that Kevin can't control it and it's getting out of, out of hand. But that was because Disney Plus during the pandemic they wanted to start pushing content to that to save that and make that a big thing. And so that's they greenlit all these projects, and now they're cutting projects and they're cutting content. Content, and they're changing things because they want to be good and have substance to it. Sabrina, what do you think? Do you believe this? Do you think that Marvel is in danger? And does it kind of surprise you that they're pushing the Marvels aside? Uh, we Anyone who knows me knows that I dislike Brie Larson with a passion because she is a horrible person on set to work with and thinks who the fuck she is. And I don't appreciate that as someone who works on set and has to deal with people like that at times. So I'm glad. Honestly, like, and I'm also, I feel bad for Marvel, like a multi-bazillion dollar freaking machine that just pumps out turd after turd lately. So sorry, I don't care. And I'm glad that, you know, it's a seeming pile of shit because like they've spent so much money, even in reshoots and stuff like just, it's not savable. And now you're scrapping it pretty much basically. Like, why'd you spend all that extra money on it? And it's, it's a shame because it's female driven. So that does bother me. You know, like the, the female driven, they're just like, oh, we're not good with that. But I, I, I so strongly dislike that woman as a human being that I, I don't want anything that she ever does to succeed. So don't care about the Marvels. I'm not going to see it. I wasn't going to see it. I didn't watch the first one. I watched half of it on a plane and I literally was like, are we there yet? I mean, half of it. I was like, I've had enough. I've had enough. I hate it. I don't want to see any more of it. So I didn't, that was before I even was like giving a shit about hating her. So. Why not not my not the strongest uh, uh, movie in the franchise for me as far as like being in trouble. I mean, that's a little bit. I mean, I feel like it's strong. You know what I mean? Like they'll they'll people still love it. People are still going to go fucking see it. It's not like they're going to go under. You know what I mean? It's just like they realize that they're heading in a direction that is not as popular as the direction they did when they they revamped their shit with Iron Man because they were on a fucking shoot to the moon. Everyone was on that fucking bandwagon. And now you cannot strike gold every single movie that you do. So they've had a couple failures, a couple missteps. They went crazy on these shows and oversaturated the market a bit, if you ask me. Like, yep. and it just kind of, there's fatigue with the audience. And uh, they like, you know, putting out a million other things and announcing a 74 year plan doesn't fucking help. Also, I don't care what movie you're coming out with in 2074. I don't care. Tell me what you're coming out with next. 
Like, I don't need that all that bullshit. And the fact that they put uh, Jonathan Majors in, on this pedestal to play this character that is going to be the next phase of Marvel. Also, I don't think that was a smart choice. Like, why would you do that? I mean, I, if anyone, any freaking industry in the world, aside from the, the entertainment industry, you got a little bit more security. You literally can get fired for anything in the entertainment industry. Anything. You look at someone the wrong way, you say the wrong thing, you fucking, you know, whatever. It doesn't, it's not like you work in an office job and someone's like, oh, this guy said something really fucked up. And they're like, oh, we'll go to HR and figure it out in, in six months. You yeah, know what I mean? Man. That's not how it works. They, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Peppy. So yeah, I just feel like it's it's stupid um, that uh, they- Thanks for the din-din. Okay. That they put all of the this stock in this one character, you know, and now they're upset about it because there's controversy surrounding him and they want to like, you know, they want to- try to cover their tracks, which honestly, well, they haven't been doing good. Like they haven't been doing good. Secret Secret Invasion was oh. fucking brutal. And people dude. are saying too, they're like the reason brutal. why they wanted to reboot it too is so we can all ignore Secret Invasion ever happened. I think they should recast game too, by the way. Yeah, recast. We're, we're I mean, very, just, very, what was the question? David, uh, I, I, I would hate to see Jonathan Major, Majors I'm trying to read as a scapegoat too. If the, yeah. you know, if, if the Marvel, you know, experiment is starting to fail, right? Like, oh, it was too much for this. Like, you know, and no, it's not. It's because like there it's it's been pretty bad writing recently. It's been kind of bad CGI or rushing things to get out to market. And uh, it, there's no more of that. Like, I just can't go see Iron Man one again. Right. I, it, everything has to just be its own mm -hmm. thing. There, there's a realm of implausibility that you just have to accept now with uh, Marvel movies and it's and I saying, really hate to see the the original Avengers come back. I don't want to see those actors anymore. They had great characters. Like it's time for great endings too. Do new shit, and they're just so fucking scared of doing something new. There's also so much source material. Like fucking pick something else. Like it's so annoying. But like Lexi was saying, no Fantastic Four, no X Men. That's their next thing. That's like honestly, yeah, I know. and I saw. I think I don't know if it was David Banner said earlier about X Men. I know they are looking for writers, and they're be actually interviewing people for the rest of the year in hopes to get an actual writing team assembled so that next year they can start writing it and start developing it and move it forward. But you're not going to get an X Men standalone movie for a long time. You get Deadpool with with Wolverine. I know Queen said she loved to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. Get you get him back. Cannot wait for Deadpool. You tie in with everything else yeah. and you bring him in that how. But like like Lexi said before she says no that but Lexi that's their next step it's like they want Fantastic Four they paid for that they own that yeah, now and they had X-Men so they want to use them right now because that's that's what they have next but like they they I, there's also rumors that like the whole that the TVA is going to be involved in Deadpool and that the yeah. all the uh, X-Men are going to be in that and that's how they're going to be introduced back into the uh, universe or into the timeline or whatever the fuck you want to call it whatever the sacred multi, timeline. multiverse timeline that these motherfuckers are going to live on now you know what I mean like it's I thought that that was supposed to be the gateway I mean it's all speculation and everybody has the theory and I get it but at the same time like I mean you shoot yourself in the foot when you when you are in the business of show and you give a 10-year fucking plan so many things can happen how many movies are stuck in development for years and years and years how many actors get another fucking job and tell you to go fuck yourself how many, i mean there are so it's such a, a a fickle and fleeting fucking industry like i i don't know why you would do that in the first place Damn, so i'm glad you went stupid. to a free trip to fucking palm springs and uh talked about your woes i don't feel sorry for any of you you're all rich as fuck okay do something new do something different do something better
How's Mr. Mike Casey feel about this over there, Mike? You hear what we're talking about? All the discussions, the big changes at Marvel. Do you think the Avengers, the OG, would be a good idea to bring them back right now because they've been seeing that, oh, it's not the same as if they were around. It was they made more money with them around. That was that was big bucks with the Avengers assembled. Or do you think that they should stick to their plan and maybe recast Jonathan Majors? <laughs> or what do you think? What should they do? What if you're Marvel, what, what do you think about this situation? You can't do that, Brian. That's a cop out to just be like, oh, we made money with these other guys. Let's just keep sticking them back in the spandex like that's not it's not a way to move into the future uh, would they even Sabrina, do it you, you said you said everybody's got a everybody's got a theory i i am so overstimulated with all the marvel stuff i try not yep. to have a theory yep. like i see all these like buzzing connections and lines being formed and i have to just like try and let it wash over me like and hope that maybe some of it trickles into my brain and I halfway understand the plots that they're making. Um, Sean had an interesting point a moment ago about the rushed VFX jobs. Um, mm, and yeah. I, I was reading about this cause actually I'm concerned about that too, just because I know that the, the VFX industry within the movies is kind of rife with, uh, with labor abuses. Um, and so yeah. I'm, I'm concerned like that they're making people do 16 hour days. Like, and mm -hmm. I, I'm always just, just in terms of visual effects, like, like, and you know, video games, like they're not, they're not always, uh, taking into account the needs of the people that are making the doing that part of the job. So I'm concerned if they're, if they're trying to rush it along like that, um, as regards the the jonathan majors situation man they they've been they it's been how long has this been they've been kicking the can down the road yeah, it happened in march it, kicking it in march man that's like that's so Holy long ago fuck. particularly <laughs> particularly in in terms yeah. of a news cycle right sean like <clears throat> oh my god they were kicking it down kicking it down kicking it down and i think finally 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 they're coming to a point where they kind of gotta gotta make some action here and the decision they have to make is like even if there hasn't been any you know any legal decision made is there enough uh enough stink around this whole situation that we have to pivot and it's and it's a multi-billion dollar enterprise is is the yeah. crazy thing so it's disney it, uh -huh. it makes me yeah it makes me wonder if and because there's there's kinds of insurance and i tend to think i tend to think that big piles of money are always trying to protect themselves so i do wonder if there exists insurance for these big massive massive movie universes for like if this guy that we're building three billion dollars worth of uh tiny plastic molds of toys for children and this whole massive thing if he goes and say he breaks somebody's jaw allegedly say he allegedly throws a pregnant woman down the stairs um if if they have a way of allegedly this is not real allegations it's a moral, it's a morality <laughs> problem. They, no they can absolutely well, yeah, fire that, him and get out of the contract it, that puts it on they, the that just puts it on the uh on the person that is working with them i'm wondering if there's an additional layer of of protection that they can say okay so this guy signed off on the morality clause now if he doesn't manage to do that is is there a guy that's that's setting odds to that that who will who will pay him off if if he does do something horrendous 
Uh, sh- I mean, it's probably Morelli calls like Sabrina was saying. They probably already have something I, like that. I, I think it only allows them to fire him and not move forward with him without having mm. to fulfill his contract. I don't think they're going to get any extra money for having to reshoot shit or fix shit. Like, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah. I think it just protects them from having to but pay should, should out whatever they promised that's him. The question. If, if, the, if there's this many moving parts, if the ship is this big, I and the thing is, we see people. No insurance company is going to take that. People, but they, may, maybe I don't know. People they might search down, on this avenue go down all the time. Sabrina, on this show, we're talking about like Kevin Spacey's are popping up left and right. It's <laughs> true, like, right? But maybe. insurance company is not is not going to be like, oh sure, we'll take this much money a month or whatever the fuck, they so that we can might. protect you against uh, the whole entire Me Too movement. They Vegas won't even give you insurance for a house if you live on a on a fucking beach or if you live in hurricane row they're not gonna do that charge you a bazillion dollars for it well i mean i'm not sure if you've been here ever but disney is cheap as fuck okay (laughs) they're not gonna do that i I also want to throw out there do you think that that's just kind of like they they said the reasoning why though jonathan majors they're like it's not even the stank of this allegations they were saying it's because you know kang didn't do so well in ant-man quantumania and and, and then it said loki season two is not doing as good as loki season one loki season two is what the best thing they have going right now that's what variety was saying a reasoning why they're like that's why they're thinking about actually recasting jonathan majors as opposed to actually allegations i just think that's like like throwing the ball, you know, at something else. Like you're just—I mean, come on, let's let a spade be a spade, right? Uh, right, Sabrina. What do you think? Do you think that's just them, just like making shit up so they don't want to actually address They're the allegations? They're covering their ass in case he comes out somehow not guilty in this situation. So they it's move a, out without him. It's a—it's a—you know—they're like, okay, well, if we say this, it's not just because there were allegations against you that haven't been proven. We cover our ass. Doesn't look like we hastily. Then, then he could sue them and be like. You sued for no reason. You morality caused my ass. I was found innocent, whatever the fuck. So they're covering their ass by saying, well, your shit did not. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, So they're covering their ass, you know, in the event that this turn that that he comes out. uh, Hey, can I get a little over here? Just a little touch on the belly. Uh What's up, girl? (laughs) Hi, Peppy. Thank you so much for joining us. (laughs) Peppy uh, wanted a pat on the belly and. Disney wants uh, to cover all of their angles so that uh, they are not held accountable for anything. It's pretty much, you know, just crossing your T's and dotting your I's for them. Yeah. And they might cancel more projects, too, because of all this stuff, because the numbers aren't there. They're talking about canceling Blade, too. I saw something about that as well. But I know they're talking about also cutting the budget. There's a lot of stuff they have to look at. The Disney... Plus, formula apparently didn't work as well as I thought it was going to be. Again, it's, I think it's just too much content. And Daredevil, too. They said Kevin Feige did that whole thing because of all this stuff moving forward. He's like, we look at everything. Seriously, we can't just put stuff out, especially because of how the, the, the money's going. And it's not going right. We're not getting the numbers we want. So we have to re-evaluate everything before we release something. And since <laughs> then, they've scrapped most of Daredevil and then reshooting. So that could happen a lot more. We might end up having no Kang Dynasty movie coming forward. That could happen, too. It could be like Fantastic Four. <laughs> then we go into Secret Wars Part 1 and 2. You know, they could totally do something like that and then scrap that whole idea. Because, again... They put all their eggs in one basket with John the Majors, and they tried it again for Thanos. He was popping in, but not this, you know, relevant to the storyline. This is a big part. Look at look at Loki season two. You've been watching that. There's a lot of him popping up more and more and more. And I think he's not done the next two episodes. All he got left for Loki, two more. We're gonna find out how that Ooh. ends. John the Majors is king. Wow. Uh, yeah. I honestly, I honestly think if they do the route with a female Kang, they have her already. 
the woman, the the actress that plays R- Ravona Ren- Renfield. Renslayer. Oh, yeah. It's not Renfield. That's a terrible. I know. Movie. I, I... Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey that, that was plays... all right. Yeah, the woman that plays Ravona Renslayer, uh, I think has has done a fantastic <laughs> job this uh, this season so far uh, in the little screen time that she's gotten. Um, even playing off of an animated, uh, you know, clock there. Um, I think, especially with that character, uh, the history from the comic books, if you're really looking to keep it Kang-centric, have her, you know, emerge as a Kang, uh, you know, uh, offshoot uh, as well. Um, Variant. That might be, yeah, yeah, that might might be, uh, you know, a little way out of their conundrum. So, that could work. I could like that too. I mean, honestly, like we said that last week about the King variant. I think that'd be fun and it'd be different. And then you don't have to really, you can change the whole dynamic for the King dynasty. And then you don't King after that, you know, you just don't King and you move on and you have your whole thing. But then again, King dynasty is so far out. Like, do you even need to do that movie at all? You know, do you, you have to do it? You don't have to, you switch to nope. Dr. Doom as they said, this retreat, maybe we switch to Dr. Doom and then follow that path and just a fantastic four earlier and have it be all connected that way and have doom be the big bad moving forward. It's a good question. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not really sold on any of this. I feel like this is, again, information from somebody at a meeting. And so we really don't have all the information. But this is a big article that Variety put out, which usually don't say this kind of stuff unless there's some truth to it. So I think Marvel is in trouble a little bit, but they'll make their way back. And maybe we'll get the original Avengers back. In trouble. They're just not making as much as they were making before. You know what I mean? Which for them is in trouble. But like in trouble for most people, you know what I mean? In trouble for most people means like, I'm going to lose my house. I can't pay my mortgage. It's very different, you know? Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, my stock went down 48 cents. Like, okay. But but even as like Queen was saying and Banner was saying in the chat, it's like there are a lot of villains that you could actually pop so in here. Many. And there's so many storylines, as Sean knows too, that they could just tackle. And uh, before we take off, Sean, if they don't do the Kang Dynasty, what would be the storyline you'd want to tie into Secret Wars? Is there something they have in between? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, uh, I mean, you know, 40 oh some odd years of history. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 40 some odd years of comic book history uh, before Secret Wars came out. Uh, they could even do it, uh, you know, the, like the original uh, Secret Wars, uh, which was Marvel's Marvel's secret heroes, superheroes, whatever. It was just created to sell action figures, basically. Uh, and it introduced the Beyonder and, and a lot of cool shit stemmed from it. And it definitely was one of the bigger titles to ever come out. It was absolutely a, mar- a, a marketing and merchandising play. Um, I would love to see Namor uh, still make more of an appearance and, uh, you know, uh, and have Atlantis uh, and Marvel's Atlantis kind of raised to the prom- uh, prominence that it, it has been throughout Marvel's history. Namor was one of the first here, uh, you know, villains and a hero. He was both for uh, for a bit. And, um, you know, to just give him show up in one movie, uh, I feel like is a waste of that uh, potential IP penis. Uh, so. Yeah happens yeah <laughs> it makes me smile no matter what it's like when you were five and someone said fart <laughs> oh, guys, oh shit did peppy just fart is that what happened he might have you <laughs> fart peppy today player mm-mm, mm-mm. That would, i i agree that would be awesome um Really quick, you guys, if you're still watching and you enjoyed the show, please click the like button. Pretty please. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. I don't mean to steal your thunder. No, it's good. We appreciate you all being here. We love having you here on the show. Thank you for supporting us. We're at 
670 subscribers today. We were at 666 Woo. on Halloween, which was kind Woo. of fucking crazy. It was one of those funny <laughs> number things. It was pretty Help funny. And, 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 <laughs> it was all oh, during you the day we were at 666. It was it was a whole thing, but this is what's happening. Marvel's got some issues they got to work out. Apparently, behind closed doors, they're worried about Jonathan Majors. They're thinking about bringing the OG Avengers back, and they're also thinking about canceling a lot of projects and changing the whole dynamic dynamic moving forward. Will it happen? We'll have to wait and see because Kevin Feige at the end of the day still has the final choice. And the way they have that set up, he has more control since Bob Iger came back as opposed to when Chapek was there. So hopefully he's got a plan after this retreat and good things will happen. And the X-Men are coming and the Fantastic Four are coming and Kang, he might be gone. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control tonight. Appreciate you as always. Hope you had a happy hump day here with us, humping it away on our hump day edition of Cruise Control. Try to say as many times as I can. Happy hump member. <laughs> Uh, it's a good month. I'm putting that on Wikipedia tomorrow. It's a good month. It's my birthday this month. It's Sabrina's birthday this month. It is. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great month. We're very excited about Hump November. Hump Vember. We're going to have to work uh, on that. Humper Vember. Anyways, <laughs> Sean Sullivan, thank you for being here on Cruise Control tonight. I appreciate you as always. Hope you had a great time. Uh, have a great night. Thank you. Happy Hump Day, Sean. Thank you, my man. Thank you, everybody. Uh, love to be here, and I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah, see you next Wednesday. See you, Banner, out there. See you, GR. Mike Casey, thank you as much as being here as well. That's not a sentence. I'm like Yoda. Thank you for being here as well, Mike. Appreciate you bringing your takes, hot takes, and having a great time here in our Hump Day edition. Yeah, it's nice to be able to take the hot take crown from Goldie if he's not in the chat <laughs> anymore. Otherwise, words with the Goldie. Yeah, love to see everybody in the chat. Great to see all you guys. Uh, Travis, Les. Come back, man. We like we like Come hearing your takes if you're still around. Zach, you're a little spicy, but I think you have a good heart. So keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a perfect way to describe it. A little spicy. <laughs> a little <Yeah>. spicy. <laughs> Tell your friends to join us live. It's always fun oh, to oh, be here live with one, us. One you shout know? out. One shout out. Uh GR, you were uh you were great on Monday, man. <laughs> I like I like seeing you. <laughs> It's good to have GR here. Yeah, GR has been here since like the very beginning. GR is our OG fan. He is the first person who ever watched our show. It's true. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. He oh, does. there you go. Yep. Sabrina <laughs> Vittori, thank you so much for being here as well. Happy hump day. Thank you for being here, lovely Miss Sabrina Vittori. Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, everybody in the chat, thank you so much. Lexi, thank you. Bye, Queen. Bye, Zach. Uh, David. Um, we had some new people. Travis, is there Travis? Is there Travis around? There's some good people. He was Travis amazing. Thank you, obviously. Goldie, Ty, of course. Um, Ryan, I think, fell off, but good night to you, sir. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for keep coming back. We really appreciate it. I hope everyone has a really, really great rest of their week. We'll see you on Friday. It means a lot to us. It really does. We're so happy to have you and to be here and join us and chat about movies and television, everything. I think it's fantastic. It makes it so much more fun with you guys. It, it, it really, it really <laughs> does. <laughs> but anyway, everybody, as always, you gotta like and subscribe to our Patreon if you can. I've been off all night tonight. We'll see how this goes. Anyways, you got to your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, grandpas, great grandmas, your great great grandpas, and their squirrels, and their beavers, and their bears, and their cats, and their dogs, and their animals that come from different animals that we never saw before because they were extinct until cruise control came around. And they subscribe, and we love them because we see them now, and they're amazing. They're amazing. Fucking creatures are amazing. I, I see them every night, and they fucking subscribe because they're great because they're like fucking ancestral animals, and I fucking love them. And they've subscribed, so you got to tell everybody that's not ancestral animals to subscribe because those are the ones, those bitches that have been around in your neighborhood, in the backyard, the fucking. The fucking gophers and the fucking chinchillas. I love you, chinchillas. You've already been a lot better. You've been a lot better. Chinchilla. Yeah, you gotta do it. Anyways, anyways, everybody, have a great night. Have a happy hump day.
Come on back on Friday for our Friday edition. Pepe will have a new segment out there. We don't have a deal yet, but I think a deal is coming soon for the SAG after strike. Put it up there, fingers crossed. Hopefully we have good news on Friday. <laughs> but until then, everybody, see ya.